This program is presented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention. Hello, I'm Charlotte Kent, Editor-in-Chief of CDC's Morbidity and Mortality Weekly Report. Thanks for joining me for MMWR's weekly COVID-19 briefing for the week of July 6, 2020. This week, two MMWR reports look at aspects of COVID-19's impact on workplaces, including food production and worker absenteeism. Another report assessed pediatricians' capacity to provide vaccines to children, and a fourth report suggests ways to improve outcomes and reduce strain on the healthcare system from COVID-19. In a report published on Tuesday, July 7th, investigators analyzed SARS-CoV-2 infections among workers in meat and poultry processing facilities and provide information about race and ethnicity in this population for the first time. During April and May, more than 16,000 workers in these facilities were diagnosed with COVID-19. Among infected workers with reported race and ethnicity, 87% were from a racial or ethnic minority group. Lessons learned from investigating outbreaks of COVID-19 in meat and poultry processing facilities could inform other food production and agricultural workplaces to help prevent and reduce COVID-19 transmission among all workers in these essential industries. Targeted workplace-specific prevention strategies, such as providing culturally appropriate health education materials and encouraging the use of masks, are critical to slow the spread of COVID-19 and reduce COVID-19-associated health disparities among vulnerable populations. Another report looked at the impact of COVID-19 on the workplace assessed in terms of absenteeism due to illness. The report, published on Thursday, July 9th, found that the overall impact of the COVID-19 pandemic on absenteeism among employed full-time workers in March and April 2020 was minor. However, in April, there was a significant increases in absenteeism in certain occupational groups that may be at higher risk for exposures, such as meat processing and other production workers and healthcare support workers. These findings show the potential impact of COVID-19 on the essential critical infrastructure workforce because of the risks and concerns of occupational transmission of SARS-CoV-2. Employers should follow available recommendations to protect workers' health. Previously published MMWR reports suggest that vaccination of children decreased early in the course of the pandemic. Another report published on July 9th looked at the capacity to provide vaccines to children in light of the pandemic. A survey of practices enrolled in the Vaccines for Children program showed that nearly 90% of practices were currently open, and about 80% of these practices offered vaccines to all of their patients. Most practices said that they likely could provide vaccines to new pediatric patients if needed. Healthcare providers and immunization programs should educate parents on the need to return for well-child and immunization visits. The number of children enrolled in the Vaccines for Children program is expected to increase as a result of the COVID-19 pandemic.
It's important that parents of newly eligible children are aware of the availability of publicly funded vaccines. The last report, published on July 9th, described COVID-19 patients treated between April and mid-May at Boston Medical Center, a safety net hospital treating a higher proportion of racial and ethnic minorities and people experiencing homelessness. Findings from this investigation show that safety net hospitals and other institutions can consider the characteristics of their patients and develop tailored strategies to both improve patient outcomes and reduce strain on the healthcare system. Thank you for joining us for this week's briefing. To stay up to date on the latest MMWR reports on COVID-19, go to cdc.gov MMWR and subscribe for free. You can also subscribe to this podcast at cdc.gov MMWR podcast. Stay safe and stay well. For the most accurate health information, visit cdc.gov or call 1-800-CDC-INFO.